Welcome back to It Was Murder, the number one heart-to-heart podcast in the world. I'm your diehard romantic, Eric Blood. And I'm your devoted lover, Ellen Ito. And I'm the satisfied virgin, Joe Garber. And tonight, things are getting crazy. Yeah, they are. <laughs> when, <laughs> with the hearts on campus. They're getting hypnotic. It's hypnotizing. <laughs> Uh, look into my eyes. Look into my eyes. Look into my ring. Look into my nasty high school ring. <laughs> it actually is time for a third cup of coffee. I am. It is. We're all a little <gasps> tired. Sorry. It's true. Isn't that the irony of this? <laughs> yeah. I could really use a third cup of coffee, including my first cup of coffee today. Because at work, oh, this is so tragic, you guys. Listen to my not real problems. Someone was kind enough to clean the coffee maker at work, and normally. Oh. I basically compress an aeropress uh, full of coffee straight into my mouth yeah. every single morning, but <laughs> I didn't do that this morning, and today I'm feeling it, which is sort of sad, mm. but someone kindly was cleaning the coffee maker at work today, uh, and I tried to be really nice to them about it, because that is a nice thing to do, and it will make tomorrow's coffee so much better, but unfortunately, it fucked every single person who works there out of any coffee today. And the cafe wasn't open. So tonight, I did consider making coffee before doing the pod. But then I thought, I'm old now. I think I'll regret that. I, I, this morning, we didn't have any coffee when I got up. So I. Oh, my God. Walked, oh, my fucking God. I walked guys. to get <laughs> a cup of coffee from a place uh-huh. that I don't like the coffee at. But I had one, Ooh. you know, medicinally. <laughs> and then went to the grocery store, got coffee, got all this stuff. And then was like, oh, I have to go get the car oil changed and blah 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 and then took boba for a long walk and never made coffee uh, so i'm just like i i'm just now realizing like that's why you feel like this yeah i'm going through withdrawals yeah coffee is one of those addictions i'm okay with i love my coffee i've weighed addiction. the pros and cons of that <laughs> i know there's all these articles that you're not supposed to have coffee you're supposed to switch to tea i don't give a shit i i'll take the downfall of whatever it does to me later in life to have coffee yeah What's supposed to happen to you later in life? I don't know. I just assume that like a bunch of bad shit's going to happen later on because you because know, I'm. Well, guess what, Joe? <laughs> I am later in life than oh. you. <laughs> um, hey, I don't happening? know what's supposed to happen. What's happening yeah, to what's you? What's happening <laughs> is, I guess, I guess what's happening is that I have less patience for internet scare bullshit. <laughs> uh, that's yeah. And I think that I think it started around the time when they're like, oh. <gasps> We just did a study, and you know what? That deep-fried chi- uh, American-style fake Chinese almond chicken, it's fattening. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We're oh, like, no. oh, my God, you guys, we did this study, and we found out that, that lasagna that you're eating, mm-hmm. the one with all the cheese in it, it's fattening. Yeah. I. And it's like, that's not a study, <laughs> you guys. If yeah. that's a study, I'm a laboratory. <laughs> <laughs> if that's a study, I am a fully equipped food science laboratory because fuck you very much on the almond chicken's bad for you thing it's like um oh okay yeah uh that's great information well i hope a nurse doesn't get punched on her way to you (laughs) if you're if you're a laboratory well that's a lab sample isn't it it's like like a bucket of fried chicken that's a lab sample that's a lab sample isn't it Uh, hey creep i'm just gonna walk (laughs) We haven't All even right. done our minute max. I know. Year. Well, let's see if We're we can let's gun. see if we can uh, give the listeners an idea of what of what happens in this episode. <laughs> We're so excited to talk about the episode. We're just already <laughs> riffing on it. We are. We, I don't even know where I am right now because I haven't had <laughs> any coffee. Oh, who's uh, up first? On the uh, minute I am. Ooh. Uh, minute sure. max. Okay. Oh, thank God. Hearts on campus. <laughs> All of a sudden, the energy is like. Bleh, bleh. <laughs> Jennifer is going to her prep school reunion. Jonathan's coming with her. Uh, they <laughs> look at all of their yearbook pictures, and everyone has a nickname like Muffy or Buffy or The Clicker, and J- Jennifer has none. Um, they meet The Clicker, who looks like a psycho version of John Ritter, doing <laughs> crazy exercise, doing very 70s exercises, uh, and chewing gum constantly. Uh, he is in love with Jennifer. He plans to, he get, he doses Jonathan with some experimental chemical 
that his company developed and then he hypnotizes him with his class ring and the, his trigger, his Manchurian candidate trigger is third cup of coffee, <laughs> uh, which he uses to convince Jonathan that he's tired, that he uh, is bored, and then that he needs to drive on a road where a bridge is out. But it's cool because he throws Jonathan, he thro- Jonathan throws the guy off a cliff. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, Pretty much. <laughs> yep. All right. All you, good. You did it. Uh, Hearts I, on campus. I'm done. Up, right. Nailed. Yep. All right. Hearts on campus. <clears throat> Let me give it a, a, a light thinking. <laughs> a light dusting of thought. All right. It is Jennifer's uh, prep school reunion, and which lasts like a week for some reason. They go to uh, the town Gresham. Gresham Hall is where her she went to prep school. Jonathan and her go. She he gets hypnotized and drugged by a weird man who's obsessed with Jennifer. <laughs> and then she she starts to think that he's acting weird. Sees a doctor, has him see a doctor, but the nurse who takes the lab results gets punched. So <laughs> they never figure out why he's acting that weird. But then he's tape recording himself doing business meetings while hypnotized. And then oh, the God. tape recorder makes a noise. So he looks at it and then listens to it. And he hears the creepy guy obsessed with Jennifer hypnotizing him on the tape. So he realizes he's been hypnotized and then goes, finds Jennifer. The, the guy has taken her to a cliffside makeout spot and she's trying to get away from him. Jonathan runs up and then he starts poking at Jonathan with a board and he rushes Jonathan who jumps down and the guy goes off the cliff and dies. And then that's the end. Ooh. 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 Wow. When, when you describe it like that, Joe, it sounds so convoluted. Yeah. <laughs> did, we, did we watch the same episode? I don't know. All right. Hearts on campus. Here we go. <laughs> okay so jennifer and jonathan are going to her prep school reunion which is at gresham hall and surprise it's a co-reunion a joint reunion with brookfield the boys school that's down the, the road from the girls school mm. it's like that movie flirting but in america and not <laughs> cute anyways so she gets there and her classmates are kind of like you would kind of expect them to be they all have dumb perfect nicknames and they're all kind of mean and they're really mean about this guy named ford bb who is the clicker and one of them says if you like rasputin you'll love the blob because they also call them the blob because they're solid gold preppy assholes but anyway it turns out that ford is deranged and um, he drugs Jonathan and then hypnotizes him to try and get him to commit suicide so that he can be with Jennifer, who he's been in love with since he gave her a ride to the high school football game, which is <laughs> yuck. And the only normal classmates are Dr. Ollie Jackson, who's like, what the hell? And then there's also a football player named Buckets Finstermacher. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and then a guy, a guy married to... Muff, Muffy, Muffy. Named Dinky. 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 Dinky is her husband. Dinky. Dinky. Well, a name that apparently runs in the family. Yes. Yeah. Um, I have actually looked up the 12 most popular preppy nicknames according <laughs> to. So, Joe, I don't know. Are you aware of the preppy craze that occurred in the early 80s? Oh, yes. Early 80s? Because there mm-hmm. was a prep craze also in the 90s <laughs> that I was a part of. But yes, yeah, mm-hmm. vaguely aware. Yours so, was the bastard son of the 80s. Yeah, totally. Crazy. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Yours was a bastard son of the A writer named Lisa, Lisa Bernbach made, like, published a book that was super popular, kind of like fluffy, vaguely satirical, yet anthropological book called The Preppy Handbook mm. that came out, I think, in 1980 right around there it's actually kind of a terrific book it's really funny but according to the preppy handbook the 12 most popular preppy nicknames by gender do you want to hear this of course definitely um weirdly buckets is not on there but (laughs) that's more like a jock prep name okay so the 12 most popular prep nicknames for girls according to the preppy handbook are muffy which we are aware of from this episode. Muffy, Missy, Buffy, Bitsy, Bootsy, Bunny, Kiki, Tiffy, Topsy, Cuffy, Quirky, and Molly. It's like, isn't Molly mm. just a name? But whatever. And then the 12 most popular prep nicknames for boys, according to Lisa Vermont's preppy handbook, are Skip, Chip, Kip, Trip, Biff, Bunny, <laughs> only in very high society, 
Bink, Van, Wynn, Wog, Rocky, and Jock. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. So I feel like the girls' names were sort of like, oh yeah, yeah. But the guys' names, I was like, well, that's like, I don't, I mean, I wasn't at a prep school in the early 80s, but I was sort of surprised by those. And then they just all sort of seem like, slick Aaron or whatever that guy's the photographer like the high society photographer <laughs> all of these names seem like people that are lying by a swimming pool in those oh yeah yes. slim errands <laughs> slim errands my bad I don't know why I call them slick probably because I just read a list of names like skip kip trip <laughs> biff I like Biff. that bunny is kind of like unisex because then I think of the secret history. Uh, that's I was going to bring up the secret history. Books, <laughs> and there's a bunny there and I super love it because mm -hmm. you should murder people named bunny. Um, I had a really cool English teacher in high school who called me Biff after Biff Loman from Death of a Salesman. Uh, so, and I was oh, loved. I was loved that. So many teens are so reminiscent of Biff Loman from Death of a Salesman. Exactly. When I think of teens, I think of Death of a Salesman. I like Biff. Yeah, like from name. the Cherry Orchard. Uh, we have another Minute Max. Oh my God, we do. Oh, that's right. That's right. We, we do. sure Oops. do. Sorry. The hang on, the tech department's a little short-handed. We're so. really not saving it. From the Sisler Family Playhouse probably presents Hearts on Bunny Campus and by Muffy playing cheerleader. Sisler. Jennifer fulfills the sexual fantasies of every heterosexual male on Earth. Sorry, yeah, whoops. An old classmate decides he must. Skip he must. Sisler. He must increase his loss. As it turns out, yeah. Jennifer went to prep yeah. school with Chris You're Pine's right. mom and several character actors from the 70s. Hey, maybe Bucket's Finstermacher knows what happened during Deep in, in the Heart of Dixieland. <laughs> it's Jonathan versus Big Pharma, courtesy of Ford Beebe. Okay. <laughs> Hey, Heart Squad, how about a third? A third shot of tequila. The Gresham Drama Club presents Baby Step. Do, 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 baby. <laughs> bad man, stop! Jonathan Hart, you are your own cock block. Oh, Ollie, Jonathan never stops fucking me at home. There has to be something wrong. Forts and Jonathan <laughs> on a bridge too far. Mayhem ensues. By wearing a schoolgirl outfit, Jennifer Hart makes Britney Spears her bitch. Jonathan tells Ford to take a flying leap, literally. In bed with Jennifer, Jonathan practices his, <laughs> wait for it, long drives. The, the end. end. <laughs> oh wow great that, family. Like that was sister, really good that was amazing the sister family playhouse like the cadence the pacing is getting like it's borderline dada at this point yeah. <laughs> they are doing which is a compliment that's a compliment and my apologies to the hard-working people at the <laughs> performers at the sisler family playhouse because i just dove right in even though i am the tech department with your uh minute maxes and i just again can i just reiterate the lack of coffee and how sad that is but thank you for shouting out Bucket's Finstermacher, which is the greatest thing ever. And before I forget, although I bet we're going to talk about it obsessively, the third cup of coffee thing. Yes, Keith Waldbauer, the It Was Murder uh, official drinks uh, booze consultant, is already working on what he thinks that cocktail is. Yes. Uh, Susan Recap. Awesome. Love it. So it's absolutely a drink called the third cup of coffee. Third That's fantastic. Coffee. Yeah. Perfect. That sounds great. Third cup of coffee will be your trigger. <laughs> will be your trigger. This episode was written by our good friend, Donald Ruse. Mm -hmm. Don, yes. you need to come on the podcast and yeah. explain yourself. Join us, Don. <laughs> we are going to need you ASAP. Explain. Do you? This, this one, I'm, I'm like, I'm having a hard time picking where to start because it's like, yeah. it's well, a really concise one. Like, yeah, <laughs> totally. Do you think that those um, prep school girls created this villain or do you think he was a villain and they were right to avoid him i think it's a little bit of both oh. a little column a, a little column b nature and nurture yeah i think it's nature and nurture i think the fact that they were still busy being mean to him at the reunion says a lot mm -hmm. um and it's like you know what in, in, few things infuriate me more than someone uh, doing like two clicks away from when they were just talking about how creepy that person was and how fat they were to telling them that they turned out gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's like gorgeous this, I'm going to plunge a knife into your neck. Yeah. So yeah. I'm not saying Ford BB <laughs> is um, mentally well mm -hmm. or cool or nice by any means, 
but I will never say that he shouldn't have tried to kill uh, <laughs> that woman whose Goofy. name I don't even remember. Goofy. Goofy. Right. Goofy. Um, so Why is Dr. Jackson the only normal classmate? I for don't real? know. Because he is, right? Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's totally normal. I took a note that Goofy, other than saying shit about uh, the villain, what's his name? Like the villain's Ford BB. Ford BB. Ford BB. Ford, that's right. <laughs> the clicker. Except for her the saying. Clicker. Or the blob. Shitty things about him. She seemed mm-hmm. so nice. I don't know what like I was drawn to her. Um, and I was like, I just nope. she, she just seems so pleasant to me to be around. I just <laughs> nope. wanted, I wanted to hang out with Goofy. I, I Not me. Her. Really? <laughs> no. I feel like no thanks, bitch. Mm. Goofy. Goofy. No thanks, Goofy. I do want to talk about Muffy. Muffy scared me a little bit. Muffy was creepy Muffy just appearing in the movie unhinged. theater. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I'm here. And then she like lays out, is it really a sick burn to just announce that you now have a different fucked up sounding nickname? Yeah, Jinxy? It's Jinxy. It's like, um, dear Ford, can you also put that person on your third cup of coffee? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, for real. I just, I wasn't having it. I don't, I guess, I mean, I'm just showing my hand. Um, but I, don't like the school bullies. I don't like that at all. No. Is she yeah. is that the only time we saw Muffy? Yeah. Because I missed that part because I was feeding Boba. And then I was like, who the fuck is Muffy that they keep talking about? They talked about well, her. Well, Jonathan so was much. just making a joke, but then of course there's an actual Muffy, of course. Oh. And Jennifer like just isn't picking up on Jonathan, like making fun of the whole thing. The basically. prep school. Because pre- yeah. I didn't realize there were specific prep school nicknames either. Mm. So that whole joke yeah. was lost. I thought he was, I thought he knew Muffy and had a crush on her or something the whole time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. No, he was being kind of a dick, but, but the good kind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Also, he, when he was like making fun of them at the reunion, <laughs> I was like, I kind of love this. I, <laughs> I love snotty Jonathan. Uh, But do do you think that his uh, business recordings that he was doing, (laughs) do you think these had anything to do with his hypnosis? Were these like, I don't know, somehow planted in his head? Because that doesn't seem to me to be the way Jonathan Hart would do business. (laughs) I don't know. I liked it because business just seems to me mean telling people to fuck off. Yeah. Like, Like I legit have like, 18 straight hours of telling people I don't want to hear from them again. And if they bother <laughs> me again, I'm going to sue them. Um, yeah. I think that like that kind of intrigues me because in my mind, I don't know how you're picturing hard industries, but in particular in relation to camel cow, which I'm disappointed did not get mentioned yeah. in this episode because <laughs> it was a perfect opportunity for totally. Jonathan to, to shout out camel cow. Um, he could have called Karen in her cell. <laughs> right. So totally. what do you know about I mean, this chemical? I feel like Karen and Ford BB are like a match made in heaven. Oh, yes. yes. Like that's perfect. Like that's, that's kind of hot Ford and Karen. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. But no. So Jonathan is just basically yelling into his little dictaphone thing or whatever, like into his little recorder, like, um, I'm not turning down your stuff because this, this, this. And he says, he does this multiple times, right? I'm not turning it down because of this. I'm turning it down because I think that you are an unethical piece of shit. Do not try and contact me again. Yeah. I'm calling the Bunko squad. Yeah, what if they that? still yeah, exist. If, he said, if that even still ex- exists. And it's like, I love that. It's like, Fraud you do department. not actually, oh, oh. you have to think too, that this is like, He's dictating this, and it means that someone is then going to transcribe this into a letter. Yes, right. This is like not, and so imagine getting a letter that says <laughs> you are an unethical piece of shit, and if you bother me, I'm going to turn you into the Bunko Squad if that's even still a thing. Sincerely, Jonathan Hart. Oh, I did get a letter like that today. today. Would you like what? to hear it? Would yes. you like to yes. hear it? I'm sorry. That I'm is. sorry, uh, Hartsketeers. Great podcast. You, oh no, to, you've this got to hear is, this. Oh very this threatening business very letter. Very threatening business letter that I got today. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Is it from your dealings with Chemical? What's it going on? It is from Pamela Hedrick. <laughs> sent oh at 11.33 a.m. today. Uh, and the, <laughs> the subject is just Eric Blood in bold. Oh. Eric, what's happening to you? I'm appalled by you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you're a grown-up, and you're wanking. 
That is really impressive. You do not seem a guy who is unable to find a girl. (laughs) Of of course, I'm the last one to tell what people got to do in their spare time, but you certainly impressed me. I suppose that your avocation is on the verge of madness. That's how you love your intimate hobby. (laughs) And the reason for everything is simply your obsession for your hand. I can advise you to cover the webcam on your device when you go about something like this. It's hard to tell that somebody has accessed your device without mentioning the access to contacts from your email. Uh, Bitcoin, great price, $12.99. I provide you with 40 hours to address my claims. What? Conversely, in 80 hours, I'll publish the clip I have recorded involving you on the net. And and it's ANS. I think it's supposed to be. And I'll send it to the contacts from your email. The present email address is going to be deleted for personal reasons. (laughs) As soon as you open this text, the countdown will start. <laughs> well, Pamela, fuck you. Pamela. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Pamela, have fun at your husband, your partner's um, prep school reunion while you get hypnotized yes. and send threatening letters to people. <laughs> yes, Pamela. And Pamela, don't call me bro. And also, I hope that your avocation is not on the verge of madness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so good. That is so what a asshole! I love it because the 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 link didn't work. Like there was yeah, there was no link, so it's like, well, yeah, they're oh. they're hypnotized. They're going to be really embarrassed when they come out of their hypnosis. See, if they would have had third cup of coffee in the subject line, <laughs> yeah, then mm-hmm. I would be in real trouble. You'd be like, open. But also, um, this the, whoever's trying to do this or thinks this would work has no idea who I am. <laughs> a lot of flaws, yeah, lots of flaws in that plan. <laughs> Not a winning strategy. From Blackmail Incorporated or whatever it is. That's who. Uh, that must have been who Jonathan was was dictating the letter for. <laughs> yeah. For Blackmail Incorporated. Yep. I just I think just think it's funny that he takes the hard line, but also that there's a little there's a hint of like I've been recently drugged stream of consciousness to it, where it's <laughs> yes. like, yeah, yeah. you know like oh the Bunko Squad if that even blah blah it still exists whatever <laughs> right like just like loop to do you guys let's go to the clam shack or whatever. He so uh, so he was hypnotized <laughs> mm-hmm. and he was supposed to he was act drugged and hypnotized. Yeah, and supposed to act just uninterested in Jennifer and what she's doing basically. The threatening business <laughs> dictation didn't really uh, wasn't really it's just pulled. not really a thing. Yeah. It's not part of the not it, part of the scheme. I think it's what's <laughs> funny to me is that Ford BB goes to these great lengths of, you know, like he has this He's obviously obsessed with methods of mind control and hypnosis and whatever and has been since he was in school, obviously, yeah. right? Because all of the classmates are in in addition to fat shaming him and insulting him at the reunion, they're also like, and then he would always say, like, look into my eyes, and none of the girls <laughs> wanted to do it. And um, and it's like, oh, you're making a monster, ladies. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Um, but he <laughs> like basically uses the drug and the hypnosis to do the most not that devious or insidious things. Like I like that he doesn't go to great extremes until like all of a sudden he just snaps and it goes from like benign to mega evil in like yeah. two seconds. Right. Yeah. So he basically like uses the the third cup of coffee hypnosis inducing or is it her call it Manchurian candidate <laughs> trigger? He uses it to make Jonathan um first he makes him sleepy, then he makes him have to work a bunch, and then he kind of makes him have to work a little bit more. Yeah. Um, and be like, you like, I'm hypnotizing you so that you feel like you can't go to a football game. Dear Ford. Okay, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you're going to murder Jonathan, I don't really think you need to. I mean, I know he, in theory, he's just doing that to remove Jonathan physically out of the picture so that he can move in and, in his mind, reconnect with Jennifer and they're going to find that spark or whatever. Mm-hmm. But in all honesty, like, I get why that's the plan. Like, reconnect with Jennifer. Sparks fly. 
Jonathan's just in the hotel room working. And then I kill Jonathan after I've locked it down that Jennifer and I are going to run off together, right? After she realizes that she's been in love with me ever since I gave her a ride to the football game yeah. or whatever, right? Yeah, his in his mind, it's like, I need to do this dumb bullshit, this low-level, not very evil-seeming hypnotic trances in order to just reestablish, like, yes, feelings are mutual, and now I kill your husband, and we're already, like, in love at the end. And it's like, okay, but what it really just ends up seeming like is he's just sort of, like, low-key. It's like if he was a warlock, <laughs> be like he couldn't quite pull the spells off right where he's like yeah. i'm gonna put a spell on jonathan and he tells jennifer he's not in love with her anymore and he leaves and then it's like poof wah wah and and jonathan's just kind of like i can't have dinner with you tonight jennifer <clears throat> yeah like oh that's not quite the potent spell that i had intended mm -hmm. yeah it's just a little bit like it, as a flex like plotline was it does kind of make sense but as a flex I mean, that ain't it. Like, that's not selling me on that drug. As a villain, no. I don't want to buy that drug. Um, <laughs> it just kind of, like, low-key makes you sleepy and shit. <laughs> yeah. Because I... that drug is already out there. Yeah. <laughs> that drug is already available and unfortunately being put into people's first, second, and third cups of coffee right the fuck now while we're sitting here. Yeah. It's called capitalism. All right. Uh, I, yeah, there's some plot holes for sure. Like you can't really think that deeply because why did he have to wait for this prep school reunion to come after Jennifer? Why didn't he just drug and hypnotize Jennifer into loving him? Well, we have to assume that he's been plotting this for 20 years. Yeah. He's, and yeah. like, that it's the most ill thought out plan <laughs> of a villain we've had yet. I would like to say, no I think way. this might no, be no, the no. worst one. Mm, because, I disagree. Oh, uh, I don't think so. I don't, oh, think so. No I don't know. Way. Uh, we've had some no. weird ass. Plots. Joe and I are the same now. I don't know if you <laughs> yeah, were here right, last right. week, but as of last week, yeah. Joe and I are the same, except for I don't bring up capitalism all the time. <laughs> but you do, um, you do bring up Corey exactly. all the time. <laughs> 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 but anyway uh, joe and i are the same yeah. and we are saying to you as a single unit you're wrong there's way worse villains there are definitely. in terms of poor planning villains with poor plan okay like i'm just but, saying like if you have the power to hypnotize someone into doing whatever you want to do yeah and yeah, exactly. you are you are attempting to kindle uh not rekindle because there was no initial kindling uh, a romance with a particular person who you haven't spoken to or seen in said 20 <laughs> years. Right. Uh, uh -huh. There are many other ways to go about this. <laughs> uh <-huh, laughs> but he is, he has automania, right? He actually does think that Jennifer feels a certain way about him. He, yeah. he does yeah. believe that. Because she was the only he, one did, nice to him. It, mm -hmm. Yeah, she's the only one nice to him. And he saw that as a sign that she felt the same way. And he says multiple mm -hmm. things during the episode to indicate that he believes that she feels the same way. And that she would also want to get rid of her husband now that she knows that he is in love with her also. He is just, he's just like got some screws loose obviously that was so tragic to me like that really uh, endeared this villain to my heart that it, <laughs> uh, you know he's a creeper for sure but i do think that you, i don't know <laughs> i guess he was born that way but it's Joe, so sad you're the, friend, you're the friend where you also said that that woman that's like still just a fucking cunt to him and then tries to hit on him you're like she's so nice i'm yeah. gonna hang out with that woman <laughs> and then you're also like but I, I feel bad for ford i mean he yeah. seems so I really like him. You're that friend in the show that ends up getting stabbed because <laughs> you're playing both sides. You're playing both sides. And stabbed. we all know what happens to that person. Yeah. yeah. Squ and square in my spinal cord. I get stabbed. Yeah. Directly get in the center of the back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you're gonna be like, what do you mean? I whatever. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. no, no double agent, Joe Garber. I know. No. And don't blame capitalism. Biff Garber, please. <laughs> Biff Garber. Uh <laughs> it's capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> that just that that further like solidifies my like Don Ruse as gay auteur like from very early on because that's such a yeah. gay male thing of like that guy was really nice to me yeah yeah he must he be wanna, somewhat he attracted to me he must be gay. <laughs> yeah yeah that is kind of true 
But I just like, yeah, I thought that was like a great little tragic thing. I thought he was a great villain overall. Honestly, I thought he he played the part really, really well when he was I agree. his little enjoyment of fucking with Jonathan. I thought was yeah. so great. It was just good. Twisted. He yeah, he he the reminded me gum chewing. I liked that. Mm. I liked it. It was a good character addition, yeah. but it was I was just like I wanted to punch him in the jaw so badly. Yeah. I feel well, like you're a prep school. Who or- are you? Goofy. <laughs> No, I'm buckets. Ford BB. I got to give it up to Ford BB for his personal high levels of self-discipline mm-hmm. um, and uh, willpower because he apparently lost 100 pounds mm-hmm. by looking into his own eyes, right? <laughs> he is a successful weirdo. He has a pharmaceutical company, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he dresses well. His he was dressed. Fit, fit him well. His, yeah. His clothes. Um, he wore he, clothes. Whatever. I'm just trying to think of not necessarily something nice to say about Ford, but just <laughs> ob- observational uh, chit chat. But um, he, he wore a, he wore an appropriate style glasses for yeah. that time. He did. He wore very um, Sally Jesse Raphael. Though Ollie looked better in, in those. <laughs> um. His car was cool. The car was cool. I think he just was, I don't know what about it, but he just felt like really fresh for the heart to heart world as a villain to me. And I don't know, Mm. but obviously this episode included season four. They are just doing such a great job overall. Like that. I think maybe that's partly why it just seemed like he was more thought about as a villain and or something. I don't know. It just came together better. They presented him filmically as a horror movie villain, which yeah. I really mm-hmm. appreciated because mm-hmm. they one the music this episode was flawless. Like they they did a really great vertigo theme. Crazy, craziness activated. Crazy activation yeah. tunes left and right. <laughs> there were these long zooms that were so good, like just yeah. and and so menacing. Like when the I loved the scene where the tape recorder goes, yeah. and Jonathan yes. turns around frozen in terror, uh-huh. and then it's slow zoom on the tape recorder, slow slow zoom out yeah, on Jonathan. Yeah, that was awesome. Like, this is fucking great. Yeah. And like, <coughs> I think... Uh, go ahead. <laughs> oh, uh, during, in, in response to the, the Jonathan thing, I feel like whenever Jonathan is experiencing slash being victimized in some way that mm-hmm. isolates him, mm-hmm. which happens frequently, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's always so much darker than when that occurs. So Jennifer, I don't know if it's just because then Jonathan like breaks out of this stoic mold or whatever. Like it's I think we get a lot more access to Jennifer's personality as a character throughout the series. Mm-hmm. She's just much more likable immediately. She's fun like she's the one that like Jonathan has some ideas about where they should eat dinner or whatever but it's always like <laughs> Jonathan's ideas are always just like permanent date night ideas whereas Jennifer is out doing a lot more for kicks although Jonathan isn't unexpectedly in that jazz band at some point yes but yes <laughs> that said like Jennifer's just got a much more diverse background she's just a much more social and sociable creature right totally. as a yeah. character yeah. and so whenever jonathan is you know hypnotized drugged blinded kidnapped um fixated on by somebody that's weirdly in love with him or pointedly not in love with him as the case may be mm-hmm. it's always super super dark but i do think this episode um along with you know the blinding episode heart of darkness from last season mm-hmm. i feel like it gets real real horror movie ish or in and what murder um, in what murder is where we really see that yes. start to, yes. to dig in right and yeah. it, i just think like jonathan getting fucked with is a whole another flavor of heart to heart it and is we have it in this episode because yep. it's got oh it's just crazy and there's something really jarring about jennifer's like innocent nostalgia and delight at reconnecting with these classmates a couple of the classmates end up being like represented fully enough to be real people to us you know but not Mm. too much the acting is good the dialogue is good it's just like oh my god it's dark it's i really enjoy that 
that contrast for the characters because Jennifer's just like, what the fuck's happening? My husband is acting really weird. <laughs> yeah. The, and Jonathan's the, just like, woo, spiraling. Yeah. <laughs> the parallel that I can that I can draw with Jennifer in this situation is only only really an operation murder. Mm-hmm. Uh where she is isolated physically yes. from everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when she is home, she's isolated by people not believing her. Mm-hmm. So it's right. this, like, that's the only time that's really happened. The only super usually dark get, Jennifer. Yeah. What we yeah. usually get is Jennifer being overly protected by Jonathan and Max on occasion. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Which, which is fine, but no one does that to Jonathan. Like no one, Jennifer's never like really, protecting Jonathan in that way. And this is of course sexism, but it's, but it's also, but it makes sense within the context of their relationship as we know it. Totally. Right. Where Jennifer, I mean, she really has to dig deep to flip a switch in the times where she does have to come to Jonathan's rescue, which, and she does many times, Yes, she does. but she has like what feels within the context of the show and the, that relationship. She has a, a delay because it is weird to suddenly have to switch gears and do that. It's not expected of her. Mm-hmm. Jonathan uh-huh. takes care of Jennifer in a lot of ways, and that extends to when yes. they are fighting crimes, solving, solving the mysteries. In this episode, her way of protecting him is like from a story structure standpoint seemed very mm-hmm. weird, and like it just went off and then dead-ended and then never came to anything. She asks the, do- the doctor... Uh, classmate to come mm-hmm. meet her for breakfast at Flamingo Phil's Dance. Flamingo Room. Phil's Flamingo Room, <laughs> which is just like a which is awesome trailer diner. Classic yeah. like yes. boxcar diner, yep. which, which I love. Why are those I went to college, there was a boxcar diner. That I love someone should bring and those I back. Lived right by it. I haven't been in one of those in so long. They're so great. I haven't been in one that's not on the East Coast ever, I don't think. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, there's and there was one in Seattle for years. I think I don't know if it's still there. Probably not because in Seattle nothing is still there. Mm-hmm. Um, Andy's Diner, which I used to love going to, and then in Spokane. Now I can't remember the name of it. Maybe it was Knight's Diner, but it was right next to the train tracks at the edge of the Browns Edition. Mm-hmm. Awesome, yeah, delicious. Those Reese's things are diner. so rad. Um, but she meets mm-hmm. this doctor classmate there and basically says, "Jonathan doesn't want to have sex with me. Something's wrong." can you help <laughs> us like in so many words she that's what she's saying and mm-hmm. he's not a Making therapist dr jackson hate his own marriage yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah that he's, guy left that conversation thinking like, i'm getting a divorce but he's not a psychologist he's just a, a physical practitioner but i doctor. think that's again like we're getting to the heart of of oh. the hearts <laughs> Their their sexual relationship is like thirty yeah. percent of the show. Yeah. <laughs> so if if she says like, "Hey, we're not intimate on this trip," like, and really what she was saying was, he when we go on vacation, he doesn't work. Like we hang the fuck out. And she specifically says that. Yeah, I think like he but, wanted but, to come to this. He is always there for me. The phone, which admittedly doesn't exist at this point, the phone is off. Yeah. Yeah. All the time when we're together on vacation, and it's like, and he's like, "Oh, kind of not picking up on that shit, right?" Yeah, I think if I was gonna do a rewrite, and one of my more serious, just like rewrites, is Jennifer should call Max rather than meet this doctor, who also is very strange for to meet someone else's husband for breakfast immediately. Like, you better have a good reason for that. I feel like because that's weird to like want to meet alone with this doctor someone else's husband. I feel like that's a little strange for classmates, this whole situation. It's really weird. But Jonathan kind of says that. He's like, I'm not fucking doing that. I'm fine. I'm as healthy as that horse you bet on or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) I think she should have talked. She should have called Max and basically said in so many words, he doesn't want to fuck me. And Max should have been like, oh my God, take him to the doctor. Like that could have been a funny moment. Would have brought Max in more. It would have made more sense to the context. Of- I don't know. That that all made sense to me. Like they're really? they're friends. They're yeah, they're, they're, they're trapped together in this place. Doctor. He's, He's a medical right doctor. There. I guess so. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I, I, he I, met Jonathan before the weirdness briefly and yeah. then the weirdness. And then the the nurse so they bring Jonathan in to get some tests run, <laughs> some blood work done. The nurse walks out. I know this is all just so we have we talk yes. endlessly about the nurse getting so punched. She walks <laughs> yeah. out. She's like, cool. I'll take this to the lab right now. I'll, I'll do it really fast over my lunch break or whatever. It takes it out. 
BB Ford is there and <laughs> insists on giving Floyd. the nurse a ride. And um, it, wait, is his name Floyd? No, it's Ford. Oh, no, okay. she calls she calls him. Oh Lloyd. yeah, she calls yeah. him Lloyd. That's right. And he's like, "Don't you remember me? You you helped me with a uh, problem." Like, oh yeah. Well, she's trying to back wisely, yes. trying to back yeah. away. And then she she's also on dressed quick, like classic nurse yep that cape in a oh horror movie thing yes. with the cape like she's full-on cherry aim student nurse but old and that yeah. that made it so horror movie-ish that mm. the nurse is wearing the exorcist nurse yes. the halloween nurse the all the asylums all the hospital nurses like the classic white starched a-shaped skirt like the classic white nurse's uniform uh, and she's like wise to his shit yeah, right? yeah. immediately yes. creepy and Lloyd flash forward <laughs> she says he's like give, let me give you a ride let me give you a ride and she says no I'm gonna walk and then starts to walk away he's like I'm, uh, I was afraid you'd say that and, and then and punches, punches her, her in the straight face punches her, square he punches the face. her out yeah. like Christ. it's not that he just punches her and she's like what the fuck he knocks her out I wouldn't be surprised if he, killed, if he killed her. <laughs> In like, broad daylight. Yeah, that was so intense. That was such a creepy... To me, movie. that's when we know, even though we already know that Floyd is a few bricks shy of a load, several bricks shy of a load, that moment is when it just like, oh, God, yeah. like it just becomes horrific. Wait, you just called him <laughs> Floyd. <laughs> oh no he's gonna get so angry I'm about to get punched yeah. just fist comes just in from the side of the from the side <laughs> yeah oh man he's gonna get really that angry. was crazy yeah. I'm glad the nurse called him Floyd because fuck that nut job yeah but that was that's when it's just like oh <laughs> no really nervous for everybody or I did I'm all now I'm now I'm scared yes definitely not scared but that's that's also the end of I mean, I guess other shit just starts happening at that point, but that's the end of the plot line of Jennifer figuring stuff out because then just Jonathan figures it out b- via the tape recorder. Yeah, it, it's so. it's like he won at that point. Like his his plan worked. He he mm-hmm. guess so. He called the front desk. He said, mm-hmm. "Yeah, I'm Jonathan right, Hart." Right. Mm-hmm. When my wife Clever. comes, just just Clever. tell her that I've left. Yeah. She luckily didn't have to go upstairs for anything, which I found <laughs> really weird. But yeah. whatever. I mean. The payphone activity for Ford is intense. Like that's like okay, man, mm-hmm. you've got this figured out. Yeah, yeah, you you've got it figured out. But mm-hmm. I have to acknowledge the amazing moment when Jonathan is still like under the influence of the drug of the third cup of coffee trigger of <laughs> like realizing oh fuck something is going on. He's not seeing it as saving himself. He's seeing it as he has to save Jennifer. Yes. Yeah. Which is interesting. He's not thinking like, oh my God, I just listened to this thing where this fucking Ford asshole, the clicker's trying to kill me. He's trying to get me out of the picture. His first impulse is to save Jennifer. But so then he's driving along, like it's a little bit woozy, oh it's a little disoriented. And then he almost runs over that guy that's dressed <laughs> like a 1930s golf caddy. Yes. What the fuck? Was that just Robert Wagner <laughs> in a costume? Oh, yeah. that, I don't know. It could have been. That guy's like, uh, look out. Yeah. And it's really trippy <laughs> it's because so the way weird. they film it and everything is the way they film everything when you're like on drugs mm. and at a party and everyone's like laughing really loud and their mouths are really distended and huge <laughs> right in your face yeah. or like just <laughs> random images of like a baby crying or like the <laughs> across the nose and Willy Wonka in the tunnel when they're in the boat and shit. Yeah. Like the slug, and slug where it's all, oh, I'm going to offer you whatever. <laughs> like it was the heart to heart. I mean, they've kind of done that one, but it was just like a randomly placed heart to heart bizarro moment. Like when the old lady's looking at him in what murder mm-hmm. and he's like, what day is it? And she's all fuck off or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> right. But uh-huh. like the, everything looks, everything is like, and in the background, whenever they do those things, there's always like weird cackly laughter. But if you're outside, it's always horns honking uh-huh. like that. Mm-hmm. Like it was a million percent. You're overwhelmed. Except he didn't honk the horn. Yeah. Yeah. And he says, look out. Look out. And then Jonathan. And then he goes off and is yeah. a caddy. Jonathan drives away and he's like, look out. Yeah. The lookout point. And then drives <laughs> straight to the lookout point. So yeah. great. Yeah. I mean, 
I found that whole moment to be like both wackadoo yes. and amazing. Oh, it yes. was Scooby Dooby Doo. Oh. And I yeah, loved really, it. Really, that was great. Really great. That was yeah. really funny. And then how do you feel about the fight scene, the climactic end fight scene? How do we feel about it? Short and uh, uneventful. Yeah. It, it was too short. Yes. Yeah. It was For short me, and weird. I feel like. Ford BB is someone that I want to see get hit upside the head a few times. And not just because he just knocked a fucking nurse <laughs> unconscious. Yeah. But kind of partly that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just sort of feel like, you know, Ford's been through a lot, but he's also a fucking asshole. Yeah. Hit him multiple times with the two by four. Do something to Ford. I'm begging you. But then Jonathan's just like, I've fucking had enough. My head feels weird. I'm just going to throw him off a cliff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, oh, that guy, I sort of wish you would have just at least kicked him in the head or something. Mm-hmm. Like, I want you to kick him a little bit before you throw him over the cliff. But ultimately, I'm a satisfied customer if you just throw an asshole off a cliff. I'm yeah. satisfied with I that. I like that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like, that's fine with me. It's like, don't do anything uh-huh. to that bomb car. Just throw him off a cliff so we're just the mm-hmm. hell done with it. Yeah, Thank keep you. the car. Keep the car, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> That was a great yeah. car. I, yeah, it felt so strange. It felt really quick also the fight choreography i wonder if they have different fight choreographers per episode because this was not well done at all like it just didn't really make any sense (laughs) but they're spinning around on this cliffside in the most crazy ways i mean they needed to make it basically so that he killed himself and jonathan was kind of just defending himself they couldn't show jonathan just like pick him up and throw him off a cliff i feel like they had the the, yeah they had all of the uh the, all their budget for stunts just went to that jump. Uh, I guess. Because there was yeah. no, The whole thing was shot know. on yeah. sets on yeah. the, I'm assuming, the Paramount Studio back lot. Like that whole street yeah, that, that was the entire. Road that always yeah. On. yeah. And then the country road. It's like you can see it's not a cliff at all. It's like a hillside. It's a yeah. hilltop. This felt like they, it, fe- it really felt like they had spent a lot of money on the first four episodes. And this one, they're like, well, we're going to, like, we need to cool it with this one yeah and here's a story that we can do without a lot of money right although it still has a convertible on a cliff not quite a car chase Mm -hmm. and a lot of different locations but i think that the thing for me is like ford bb is so clearly a villain that after you punch a nurse out um and you chew your gum like that you're kind of annoying like i kind of get it (laughs) yeah Someone has to send that guy over the cliff, although it was clearly an opportunity where it could have just been the thing where he's trying to kiss Jennifer and she just hits him with a clutch and he falls off the cliff. But that would not be satisfying enough. Yeah. I wanted her to get a punch in. Like, I I, yeah. I didn't like his his rapey advance at the at the lookout point. Well, she I, was kind of, she was holding her own, though. Oh, she's yeah. All, no, what she's the fuck. You fucking ugh. Which came right, too, the only word I can say is fuck. <laughs> came too late for me. Like I, <laughs> I just kept thinking Jennifer. Uh, like I wanted her to be a little more like suspicious of him, uh, but but mainly because we she's, knew he's the villain. Yeah, but she says I'm polite when people are nice to me. Yeah, it's in her nature. You know, I it's in my nature to mm-hmm. be polite. So yeah. she really was like being polite up into thing, and she really was like showing that she's like what. Like mm-hmm. she's just legitimately like completely astonished. Mm, yeah, which she definitely in real life would not be at this point in her life with all the things she's been through. With all the be... creeps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus, can you imagine? I love that the the sign though at the be- very beginning of the episode is it's like caution, sheer drop yeah. right up front, <laughs> and it's just like a, a... I like that foreshadowing. Right? Yeah, like, yeah. You, you saw the signs on the whatever. Yeah, like, it comes up multiple times, which makes it hilarious. It's like someone's going off that cliff. It's like hopefully yes. not in one of the cars that's in these episodes because even when they're on vacation, the the hearts are always in Mercedes convertibles. Yeah. Kind of like putting a human sized paper shredder at the beginning of your episode. (laughs) Well, I like that she gets that. She starts to get the weird vibe where she's like, Oh, it's the same car. (laughs) That's what it's kind of like. Oh, what a fucking weirdo. But okay. That's strange, but all right. (laughs) Yeah. Like, all right. I mean, people are co worky. (laughs) Third cup of coffee. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I feel. Like, I'd be remiss if I didn't bring up Peggy and uh, make a few comparisons. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> my God, yeah, Peggy, intro. Peggy it up. So, yeah. this, yeah, because Peggy is the most analogous villain that I can think of yeah. 
with Ford. Yeah, totally. You made me love you. <laughs> I didn't want to do it. No, it is different. It's a very different. Her motivation it. is is slightly different. It's obsession because she's obsessed yes. and she wants to be Jennifer almost. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's just in love with Jennifer. He's just in love with Jennifer. I just yeah. I. Jonathan's I, just in the way. Jonathan's just in the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As Jennifer was just in the way, but Peggy like got her. She got her hands dirty. She tied Jennifer up. <laughs> she really went there. She yeah. hid in her closet. She mm-hmm. t- she hid her. She tied her up <laughs> to a steam to a water heater. Yeah, Is that right. <laughs> she did blew out the pilot light. Yeah. like she did all the stuff. <laughs> and mm-hmm. our guy Ford was just really banking on this lame <laughs> uh hypnotic yeah. thing but true to character because he is described by the mean girls of Gresham Hall he's described immediately as the science guy the chemistry guy mm-hmm. like they paint a picture of him as a very sort of clinically kind of odd totally yeah spectrum type of person mm-hmm. yeah. so the blob they call him the blob he's no peggy <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say that's he is how, no Peggy. That's he lacks people... the he likes the passion. I would say that his mo- his personality puts him more um, in sort of a Noel <laughs> Templeman kind of thing. Noel or who's, yeah, or who's, or who's the creeper? Fuck, what was that guy's nutty name? I can't. I'm so mad. I can't remember the name of the guy that uses the computer to tell him. You know oh, the collector uh, Conrad. Oh, no, Conrad was the art mart. Oh, wasn't that's it? right. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Damn it. I don't know. We that guy, brought him that up so much so in the recap. I know. I know. I'm obsessed with saying his name in the recap. Roger. Fuck. Buckets, Finster um, <laughs> Mocker, <laughs> yeah. has, in my defense, has erased all other heart to heart names. Buckets, Finster Mocker. Buckets, Finster Mocker. Oh, just, my God. <laughs> I was thinking. Somebody saying the blob is nice if you like Rasputin is something my classmates would have said about me. Oh, <laughs> what a mean! That's like the meanest thing you could ever say. But that the blob is nice if you like Rasputin. I yeah, like um, Rasputin. I mean, I get where she's going with that, but you know, he was successful in his own way. Did you either of you catch a glimpse of the disgusting salads they were serving at yes. the reunion? They had. Grape, How could you not? Grapefruit size cucumber slices yeah. on top, which is so gross Disgusting. to me. <laughs> I hate cucumbers. Me too. And right when you I do? Yes. yes I you hate guys, that. what? Are you serious? Especially yeah. big chunks oh, like that. Disgusting. Gross. Uh, and right when I saw it, right when I looked at it and realized that it was a giant slice of cucumber, a giant fly landed on one of them in the shot. And I was like, oh, oh no. Gross. And then didn't didn't Jennifer huh. say, like, at one point, Ollie, is this a healthy lunch? Yeah, that, that was that was part of their chit chat. And he's like, yes, it has potassium, calcium and potassium. Uh, yes. I like that. I was like, oh, I appreciate the Ugh. kind of normal um, chit chatty sort of small talk oh, yeah oh i thought you meant the cucumbers i was like it's, no 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 <laughs> um it's dodsworth nash yeah right i remember him so to me he i feel like ford bb has kind of that strange inability to connect on a human level that dodsworth nash maybe has that's where i was mm. going with that forgive me for yes. not remembering mr nash's name immediately Agreed. Um, so it's, okay. it's okay. Buckets Finstermacher was. <laughs> well, is it time for pick your poke? Doctor Ollie, who do you poke with a two by four oh. on a cliffside? Doctor Ollie. Doctor Ollie. Doctor Ollie was cute. I think he's mine. He is cute. Too. There was a guy in the background of the, the when they were singing the stupid school song. <laughs> Uh, that was what Let It Snow or something. I can't remember what it was. <laughs> oh, it was Tannenbaum. Some, it was some Christmas oh, was song. It? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. Tannenbaum. This is our fake school song. Oh, Grisham yeah. Hall. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there was a guy in the background uh, who was blonde with a mustache, and he was kind of thick. And Ooh. I was like, he's good, but that, that I'm, I'm trying to not yeah. cheat that way. <laughs> <I'm> going, <laughs> going for the actual characters. Uh, so it's it's Ollie. 
I don't even remember what Ollie looked like very well, but I'll just choose him because I don't have anybody else. So yeah. it was Slim Pickens. It's a Slim, yeah. Ellen, you got. Oh one? yeah, yeah. It's the same. Same for me. Triple Ollie. Triple Ollie. Ollie Jackson. Yeah. Not, not as passionate as Tony. 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 But no. But still, yeah, I like it when so, there's a. I like I a triple it. poke. I could get. I could get with Doctor Jackson just fine. Yeah. I liked more than I liked Ollie. It was, was not forgettable to me. The jacket that Jennifer wore to meet Ollie. Yes. I fucking yeah, loved good. that. It's like a striped, no, like weird, no collar sort of, I don't know, bomber sort of looking jacket. Uh, really good with a red turtleneck underneath. Yeah. That was the only thing I, well. Ooh, I liked her pants. I liked the culottes yes. in the first scene, the pink uh, culottes with the jacket, like the suit. Oh, I missed, actually, I was talking about that. She wears these, I like, oh, wait. Yeah, they're it's the like same ones. It's like a sport, ones. I guess. Yeah. yeah. When she like goes, a, pink, a soft pink wool. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And she wears like a like a Preppy light look. pantyhose underneath mm-hmm. or tights or something. That that looked great. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. And that's it. For fashion for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Except for the villain's fashion was great. He has this great fitting suits on. I thought his his clothes yeah, the fit. Tailoring I didn't, was really yeah, great. I didn't yeah. think that they. I I didn't particularly care for the the clothes, yeah. but. But yeah, just, they fit. They fit, and they suited his whole vibe. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. Like, I'm I, not a fan I feel of. Like if I saw somebody wearing that that now, I would and fitting so well, I would think it was a really cute look. Mm-hmm. I yeah. liked it. I I give Ford like glasses look thumbs up consistently. <laughs> um, yeah, myself. something I, I think earlier I was going to say about Ford was that I think in other seasons of Heart to Heart. When he's mm-hmm. helping Jonathan with the coffees, he's clearly the, the he's going to be the villain. He immediately digs in his pocket for his little vial of poison. Yes, but the thing is, there was something about, I think, him that made him feel so different for a heart-to-heart villain where he wouldn't, like, look at them in a leering way from across a room and then they, like, slow camera pan up to his face. Yeah, no, Which he's... they would have done a lot in pre- with previous villains. With him, he was totally very nice the whole time until he flipped and was like a psychopath. Mm-hmm. He was super nice and just like seemed like a normal, well-adjusted human. Whereas mm-hmm. other villains, you would be like, I would, I, it's like, I wonder why the hearts are not more suspicious of them. Cause they act like crazy people a lot yeah. of times, but he was right. acting like totally normal and nice the whole time. I really liked that about him. Yeah. He so, was, he was good. Yeah. I think the performances in this were great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Definitely. I agree. The tea off time at the end of the episode. No. They're in God, bed. That terrible, <laughs> terrible <laughs> sex not. joke. He says, "My tea off time is ten fifteen. Jennifer no. looks at the clock and it changes to ten fifteen, and she says, "Promises, promises." Gross. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I don't like. I that. feel like if you're saying it's gross, Joe, yeah. I don't even know yeah. what to do with that. I, know. I don't even know. Like, <laughs> I feel like I'm about to dive out my own living room window right now. <laughs> I'm panicking inside. Like, uh, which yeah. way is up? Is gravity real? Where <laughs> somebody, am I? What is my name? Somebody tell somebody, me my name. Somebody right comes now. really close Hang to you and on, says, I'm "Look just, out!" I'm fucking slapping myself senseless right now. What's happening? Suddenly, oh you're God. driving your car and you almost hit a. What candy. are these? What are these things? Oh, they're. I think they're my feet. What's happening? <laughs> yeah. Well, before you jump out the window, <laughs> let's do some ratings Talk for quick. this episode. <laughs> All right. Talk quick, because Joe just hearts. said a dick joke went too far. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of in a weird place with the ratings because I like this episode and I thought it was super, super well done. Mm-hmm. But and and it also like went by super fast, like mm-hmm. it was just paced perfectly. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like I'm missing the humor though. Like I'm I miss the humor. Because there was none in this one that there the was, dick joke, was. like <laughs> Jennifer dick joke, seeing and herself, then Jonathan making fun of Jennifer's classmates, Jennifer seeing herself in the play in the theater. Oh, was which was a scene funny. from from Die Die My Darling. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought that was a that's a funny use. Yeah, that was cool. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Yeah, I don't know if this this one just it felt, and I appreciate this. It felt like a seventies uh, a seventies horror film yes. for the most part, which I I of course love. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I just wasn't like as impressed with this one as I was from the previous few from this season, but I still really liked it. So I'm going to give it a three and a half. Mm. All right. I am going to go with a four because it was still on this train of really well done episodes. Very 
I feel like they're so tight. They're really well done. The, it did drag in a few parts for me. There were some conversations that just went on a little too long, kind of boring, <laughs> uh, much like our podcast. <laughs> uh, but uh, yes, and then another half a point for the weird, just the plot. I just felt that weird Jennifer being concerned, trying to figure things out, almost figuring things out, but then Jonathan figuring it out. That, I don't know, that just doesn't work for me for a, in a storytelling way. It made me just feel like, oh okay oh what like kind of confused and shifty so mm. half point off for that but otherwise great episode yeah um i actually gave it a three and a half ah. um because ah. even though joe and i are the same now mm-hmm. i guess that's not true mm-hmm. um <laughs> i will say though for it's for different reasons because obviously i don't miss the boy theme one fucking bit i did have a moment of like where my heart leaped with anticipation when somebody said that Lord BB was spooky mm-hmm. but they just meant he was a creep they didn't mean he was actually spooky and then I was all oh yeah now I, now I know where I am <laughs> but um, I enjoyed this episode I always like the creeper obsessed with the hearts thing because it's always just guaranteed kind of low level hilarious um, I like the super darkness that happens whenever Jonathan is cut off from uh, the rest of the world in some way, shape or form. Um, I like people getting thrown off cliffs. You know, there's a lot of things that I like in here. Yeah. I like cucumbers. Uh, <laughs> you got a, a lot of cucumbers um, in this swimming episode. against the tide on that one. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, it just doesn't quite live up to all the potential that I feel in it. Yeah. Um, but it is, a really enjoyable episode. I'm always really glad when there's not like the one person who kind of is not a good actor. Yeah. This one, I think really like made, gave it this, sorry, gave it the old college try. It's a good episode. It's a, I think it's a good episode. I have, I have watched this one multiple times in my life. And to me, that's, that means that I like it. I thought you were going to say, give it the old tea time. <laughs> <laughs> the old ten fifteen. Uh, yeah, it is. I thought it was a good episode too. And I think, yeah, Ellen put it better than I did. Like it just didn't nail it for me. Yeah. But I thought like it was a, good. Like a report card, like my report card in school <laughs> does not live up to potential. Yeah. There just were. Yeah. I just, but like, I, but I have a soft spot for it. Nonetheless, yeah. some shots and music cues are so well done in this yes. episode. I don't yes. know. Like a t- on a technical the quali- level, the quality of the episode mm, is high. high. Yeah. It's, it's a, high it's quality. a five. Like the, the, every yeah. performance is great. The, yeah. The way it was shot was great. The music yes. was great. Yes. It's just, yeah, it didn't have the, it didn't have, I'm sorry, the heart. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Come on, that's way worse than me saying the college try thing, for no, sure. No, it's not. Uh, Eric did a, Eric <laughs> did a heart print earlier, too. Nope. I t- oh, hang on. I checked. It's terrible. <laughs> did you look it up on IMDb? Yeah. Well, heart, pun, heart puns are the lowest hanging fruit in this order. Yeah, do not. Real. Use. They're rotting on the ground. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, Hearts on Campus gets 11 points, so we're Ooh. still in heart attack territory. This, Yay, this season great. is smoking the other seasons. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ooh. It is straight up smoking the other seasons. Uh, huh. Ellen, what on earth could we possibly be watching <laughs> next? <laughs> I'm so glad you asked. Uh, next week, we are going to be discussing Hearts. At high noon. Ooh. Oh no. Western. Originally airing on November 9th, 1982, Jonathan and Jennifer are asked to buy a bankrupt ghost town. Wow. That's that's it? Yeah. Wow. Shit's Creek. Heart to heart, Shit's Creek. Okay. Are, are you getting getting freaked out? I can tell some sort of Gary Cooper esque Apple Dumpling Gang Rides Again vibe <laughs> creeping up. Yeah. Does, does Cochise make an appearance? You know, you know. It's not quite the Copa. Have we had a Western episode that we've loved? I feel like they're they've all been a little bit. There was the rated. the Tim Raintree episode or Todd Raintree episode. Did we love that one? We didn't hate it. We liked what's her name, Roxy or it's like a mediocre what was her name? Lucy. Yeah, they're Roxy. They're ranch. Roxy. Hand. Yeah. Yeah. Like Sassy. that one. I don't think we Angly. hated that the one. Ethel Merman of the ranch. 
I'm I'm game. I mean, they're they're doing real well this season, so I'm I'm very excited to see what yeah. happens. I'm just hoping that we're not <laughs> about to fall into a to a hole. Um, huh. Well, you know, try not to think about it. Yeah, a horse. I'm trough. still going to find things to enjoy about it. I think that's great. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you can you can enjoy things Wait in an episode it. that you rate a zero though i can <laughs> so we'll see we will there's, see there's, there's always something to enjoy there's always work at the post office uh <laughs> thank you all for listening thank you thank you, thank you. <laughs> uh i hope you're watching along on tubi or or any of the services that you can actually stream this on uh, please watch along with us and share your feelings with us. You can follow us on Instagram or Twitter at it was murder pod. Mm-hmm. You can email us at it was murder pod at gmail.com. Uh, please rate and review us where you're listening to this. It helps us a lot. Um, we've got a few new listeners. I noticed what? and uh, welcome. Welcome new listeners. Uh, not fuck them. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> um, fuck you. New listeners. Fuck em. Hey, uh, sorry. I say fuck so much. <laughs> that's oh, okay. No. <laughs> we, I promise next episode, we will all have at least three cups of coffee. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> I'm so triggered right now. <laughs> Uh, well, we didn't see him. Oh, that's true. Freeway free episode. Freeway free. Um, and nobody got murdered. And no one got murdered I mean, except maybe the nurse, possibly. <laughs> it it was not. Oh well, murder. well yeah. It I guess we can't murdered. say that that Ford was murdered. No. Um, but he, he did. He was hoisted by his own petard. He did. Good night, right. freeway. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, freeway. Good night, freeway. Good night, freeway.